Is the world going to end? I know, not exactly the most hilarious, side-splitting way to open a conversation or a comedy show for that matter. Uh, remember the good old days when we, when we used to do comedy shows? But relax, Chicken Little, I bring some good news, even as I write this after that seesaw U.S. election that still hasn't been completely resolved. This good news comes in the form of two amazing books that coaxed me out from underneath my comforter and back into the real world. Enlightenment Now, The Case for Reason, Science, Humanism, and Progress by Canadian psychologist Steven Pinker. And Factfulness, 10 Reasons We're Wrong About the World and Why Things Are Better Than You Think by Swedish physician and statistician Hans Rosling. Ah, you know, those statisticians are hilarious. Both books are really uplifting and perfect for the challenging times that we are going through. Maybe it's all fake news, you say. Well, I don't think so. These books are based upon facts. Remember when we used to care about facts? Also, each book comes with a heavy hitter list of endorsements, including two people you might have heard of. Factfulness is backed by Barack Obama, who says, a hopeful book about the potential for human progress when we work off facts rather than our inherent biases. Enlightenment Now was endorsed by Bill Gates, who says, my new favorite book of all time. Except, of course, for my book, Stand Up in 10 Steps. Uh, But, you know, I digress. I'm no Barack Obama or Bill Gates, but my golden doodle Barney thinks I'm pretty swell. And I give both books a 10 out of 10 as well. So Barney loves me. What are the takeaways from factfulness, you ask? Well, facts, lots of good facts. In the past 20 years, factfulness cites that extreme poverty has been cut in half. 60% of girls in low-income countries finish public school, and 80% of one-year-olds in the world have been vaccinated against certain types of disease. Would you like some takeaways from Enlightenment Now? Again, lots of solid facts. For example, yes, we are fighting world famine. In 1973, just 47 years ago, if my math is right, one-third of the world was malnourished. Today, because of advances in science and agriculture, that percentage is down to 13%, and scientists are working to bring that statistic down even further. Did you know that just 150 years ago, people starved to death in Sweden because winter was so long? In 1820, 90% of the world lived in extreme poverty, but trade encouraged countries to put differences aside. Globally, there is more wealth and less inequality. Globalization and technology are helping more countries get wealthier. The wealthier a country is, the more likely it is to spend on social programs. The wealthier a country is, the more unlikely it is to be influenced by militant groups. What about climate change, Jude? Well, both books state that developments in science and technology are pushing us to get our carbon dioxide emissions cut in half by 2050 and eliminated altogether 50 years from then. And of course, the political climate, you might ask, especially you know where. 
Well, the answer from both books basically says, look, political glitches happen every now and then throughout history, but hopefully a growing number of young, educated, more tolerant voters and changing demographics will help make the world a better place in the future. Look, we saw it happen in the States. It can happen anywhere. It may not be happening fast enough for most of us who couldn't peel ourselves away from the TV set November 3rd, but the demographics are changing. As for COVID, which is the big thing right now, of course, uh, news was just released this week that Pfizer might have a vaccine in the works. Uh, Researchers are working around the globe and the clock at a speed we've never seen before. As a planet, we have faced many challenges in the past, including war, disease, natural disasters, and political upheavals, just to name a few. But as the facts have shown us over and over again, if you see one of my last blogs, Humankind, written by Rutger Bregman, another terrific uplifting book, the worst actually brings out the best in most humans. It's better to bet with the clan than against it. Sometimes when things get really, really dark, we laugh with the clan. It helps us to stop from freezing in fear and it keeps us moving forward. We laugh, we learn, we overcome, we do better. Until we discover that vaccine for COVID, continue practicing the three W's. Wash your hands, watch your distance, and shop at Walmart. Attention shoppers, sorry, wear a mask. That's a third W, wear a mask. And don't forget to laugh. I had the pleasure, you know, of working with Monty Python's John Cleese a few years back. The man is brilliant, obviously hysterical, and here's one of my favorite quotes about laughter from him. Laughter, he says, connects you with people. It's almost impossible to maintain any kind of distance or any sense of social hierarchy when you're just howling with laughter. Laughter is a force for democracy. I agree. Until next month, I'm Judy Croon. Laugh long and prosper.